Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. It is another week and another episode of the Buddha Brothers Podcast. You got Kyle and Eric. And today we want to talk about which is the best martial arts style. My style. <laughs> but truthfully, we get asked that all the time on socials. Which is the best style? Who would win? In fact, we even use it in our titles like boxer versus jujitsu. Yeah. yeah. It polarizes people. And it's clickbaity. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it's what the the first UFCs used to be like. Yeah. It used to be like wrestler versus um, Muay Thai fighter. And like, uh, they only knew that one style. That person only yeah. knew the other style and they used to fight. And then you could be like, oh, see, Muay Thai wins. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like the Gracie's had that big run. Brazilian jiu-jitsu came into effect. But which is the best style? I don't think there's an answer for that. There is, and there is for, you know, what what is the question is, what do you want to get out of it? Mm-hmm. Do you want self-defense? Do you want a meditative practice? Do you want to just gain confidence and learn how to move your body? You know, there's, and what's best for you? How many people do you know that uh, love martial arts that get beaked all the time, but they're so passionate about it and it improves their lives. It makes them a better person. Is that not the best martial art for them? Let's be real. We started in ninjutsu. Yeah. Buddha <laughs> Brothers started in ninjutsu. Yeah. Yeah. The straight it gets attack. beaked all the time. It gets beaked all the time. Ninjutsu is one of those ones that not right re- now, but it wasn't always at one point. No. It was the hottest shit. Yes. But right now it, it gets beaked. But this is that's what started this. Yes. That's what started our martial arts journey. That's the reason we're training in all these things. That's the reason we have this mindset talks. That's the reason we have the Buddha Brothers podcast. That's the reason yes. why we're here. 100%. So you can't say that it was a terrible martial art. No, it changed my life. It woke us up. It literally helped us get into a, a, a spiritual state. And I think any art that does that is a good art. Yes. You can pick more up from martial arts from the spiritual and internal side than the physical side a lot of the times. That being said, the UFC... And the internet changed the game for martial yep. arts. The internet, because it gave exposure to everything. If you are over 25, maybe over 30, when you started martial arts, like there wasn't choices. It was what was around you, what's in the yellow pages, what's in your facility. And they didn't mix it. No likey. Yeah, yeah. Karate did not not mix with Taekwondo. Taekwondo did not mix with wrestling. Wrestling did not mix with boxing. Boxing did not mix with anything. It was your style and you, that style is the best style, Mm -hmm. right? And that was it. Like I do karate. Oh, I do Taekwondo. Oh, okay. Yeah. All of a sudden this crazy new UFC comes along. It's like, all right, fight guys. Yeah. Use whatever style you want. Yeah. And the internet goes where you can research all of these things and Mm -hmm. figure out where they came from and see where the instructors are and go search out this information. You combine those things and then all of a sudden they started to melt together. Yeah. Martial arts has changed more in the last 20 years than the last 200 years. I saw that quote and I truly believe it. Because of the the information overload and the melting pot that it's becoming, martial arts has just... It's blended. Like, even look how we train now. It's so much different than when we train with kids. Yeah. Kata and yeah. Like structured this. And like, this was passed down from nine generations. And this mm-hmm. is the kata you do. Mm-hmm. That still exists. But more things are realizing, like, I got to have a ground game. 
got to maybe know weapons, got to know standing, got to know all of yeah. these different ranges, kicking range, punching range, grappling range. And it's mixing. Mm-hmm. Mixing styles. Yeah. And that's what I love about what we do with Budo Brothers is we get to be curious about all these different styles and want to learn from these different instructors and bring it all together so that the community that supports us can grow from what we learn. Yeah. And it's more about the teacher than anything. Amen. When we find good teachers, that's what we want to share. We could care less about if you're a pro this or the best at that or whatever, but if you're able to educate, entertain, and inspire people to start martial arts, to dive deeper into their martial arts journey, to join our community, and and to just help others tap into their true potential through martial arts, that's who we're after. That's who we want to do. We're, we are actually trying to, to arrange an, another shoot with Eli Knight, Belton Lubis, and Kevin Goat. Because we just think that the, the fusion of all of that will create never before seen something awesome information yeah. content totally, and wouldn't it be awesome to one day hold a mega seminar? Yes, you know, with, with all of the traveling that we've done and the instructors that we've met, hold this mega seminar where everybody converges, flies in, and it's everything. It's yeah. literally a smorgasbord. That would be really cool. Of martial arts. Yes. That'd be an unreal. It would be cool. I I I one day. I think one day we one have day. to do it. Even if we just do it once. Yeah. And it was a complete failure. At least we said we did it. But I have a feeling that thing would be It would be bananas. The biggest success. It would be unreal. Yes. We the rule would be that we would have to get an event planner. Yes. <laughs> And the hardest part, too, which we're skirting around, is that there's a lot of egos within the martial arts community. Yeah. And sometimes getting instructors to teach together can be difficult, especially the older ones. My style's better. Actually, I shouldn't say older ones. I'm better than you. My style's better than yours. You don't know what you're talking about. You're seeing that start to disappear more, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And so just connecting with all of these people, everybody that we film with, we're friends with. We've talked to, we've shaken their hand, we've got to know. We know the type of human that they are. Yeah. And we know that good humans can all hang out together. Yeah. And we're very easy to get along with. Yes. So if you can't get along with Budo Brothers, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like... Yes. But to your point, a good... Being a good human, being a good human is one of the first things we look for. Totally. And even recently, like I was doing some filming and initially it was just not a synergy, right? We're setting something up to do some filming and it was just not a synergy working with this individual. No matter what I said or what, it was just seemed difficult. And... I got this like little gut feeling like, ah, maybe I shouldn't do this, right? But I just kind of kept going, kept a good business relationship, kept civil, and did the shoot. And guess what? It ended up working out great, perfectly, no problems. Everything was civil, no issues, and, you know, made tons more friends and everything like that. And had a great time. And you always have to keep your 
ego in check. No mm-hmm. matter what, it'll rare up. Yep. But you have to just keep it in check and be humble. And open. And open. Seeing things from the other person's side of you. And it's a hard task. Big time. Big time. Yeah. yeah. As easy as we are to get along with, we have egos too. Totally. <laughs> you totally. Know? We try to keep them in check. Yeah. And maybe we just think we get along with everybody because we just hang out all the time and we created this like bubble. bubble <laughs> but I'm sure there's people out there like these guys suck. Yeah. These guys are idiots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we know there are. <laughs> of course. 90% of our comments. Yeah. <laughs> these guys are idiots. Yeah. It's so true. But man, I really struggled that when we, when we first started, you know, with the comments of like, oh, these guys are idiots or these, yeah. what are you doing? Yes. You know, I would take it down, Kyle, take it down. <laughs> well, and the thing that we, you have to remember is that for what, I don't know why this is, but if somebody sees something it's, they like, very rarely like, hey man, this was really awesome. Keep up the good work. Everyone's Rarely, while. you get that rarely, right? Yeah. More often than not, you get, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. This is sucks. Thumbs down. But like, you know, like. Yeah, it's just. The people who do those comments comment way more than the people who like something. For sure. For sure. Yeah. But the good comments that we do get. Yes. Fuel our fire. 100%. Because we do get some good comments. Yes. And, and support. This wouldn't be working if yes. we weren't providing value. Yeah, we wouldn't be growing. If no. We, yeah. No. Yeah. That's how you know. That's how you know you're doing something good is if you're growing, you're providing value. If you're not valuable, you you wouldn't be growing. Mm. You wouldn't be spreading. You wouldn't be shared. I'm going to share this because it sucks. Said no one. And I think the most important word in what you said is share. When mixing and like, it's important to mix and diversify and meet people and intermingle and share your ideas and share your resources in order to grow and to keep to keep expanding right when you're in a growth cycle that's what you have to do if you're holding everything mm-hmm. close to the chest and i'm not doing this or i'm not sharing this i'm not mixing with those people you, you, that, that's downward the end. spiral you're, downward it's, spiral it's game over for you yeah. right but if you're like oh let me see what you're doing let me learn from you you can learn from me and let's share our ideas and, and grow together and it's it's evident in our world right now, mm-hmm. right? We just came out of some of the most prosperous times in history. And it was globalization, this, trade everywhere. Let's all work together as a, as a, as a global economy and, and everybody can prosper. Now, it's like, all right, Russia here, China here, COVID US. Hit. COVID supply chain breakdown. Everybody's like mine. This, yeah, me. Ooh. Let me let Hold me this protect back. my resources. Mm-hmm. Like shortages. Da, 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 da. Yeah, money's yeah. short. Everything's tight. Like it, you start to see economy shrink, people shrink, mindsets shrink, everything contracts, and it's just because people aren't scared to give and to share and to love and to expand. That's the secret. That is the secret. Not. Never lose sight of expansion, sharing, providing value, serving others. All of these fundamental truths that have nothing to do with your political beliefs or all the things that we are divided by now. Those things like like helping each other, especially when times are tough, 
and it feels like times are getting tougher. Yeah. We can't let go of that. We got to remember the, that fundamental truth that sharing, growing, serving others is one of the secrets. Mm -hmm. And it's hard just trusting and opening up and just being confident and that another person's going to do the same and reciprocate it. But that fear, getting over that fear and the what what about loss? What if this happens? What if they take advantage of me? Mm -hmm. What if they steal my idea? What if they... It's just not effective for growth. And if you shrink, you end up shrinking. And it's hard though. It is very hard when everything around you is screaming scarcity for you to be thinking abundance. But that's contrarian. Mm-hmm. That's that contrarian like we were talking in the last episode. Yeah. When everything is scare, how, how can you switch to abundance? When everything is scarcity, how can you switch to abundance? Yeah. And abundance is found within. You can always find something to give if you yourself are still and steady within. You can always give support. You can always give emotional support. You can always help people if you're calm within. The more turbulent you are inside, the less abundant you are. The less you can give to other people. Because you're not, you, you don't have anything to, you don't have any reserves. You don't have any energy. You don't have any, you have fear, anxiety, emotions, turmoil. You don't want to pass that to other people. But if you have confidence security positive mindset those are things that you can share with people and it will help them too through hard times and that is a great budo brothers challenge yes reach out to someone that you know is going through hard times right now and help them just lend a hand even if it's just listening yes that can be helpful yes hey you cared whoa you haven't called me in two years you wanted to check in and see how I'm doing. I, yeah. Reach out to someone that you care about that might be going through hard times and be of service to them. Great. That in itself he is healing for the person being of service. Not only does it help the person who needs it, it helps you. Try it. Yes. Absolutely. Great challenge. All right, guys. Until next week. Till next week.